That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to that kind of nerd's podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on. In the nerdy world, I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? I'm I'm beardless, listeners. It's beard for say. That is not Josh Burns. <laughs> that is a pod person replaced to look like a younger Josh Burns. It is. It is. Is is definitely me. It's me for sure. Prove it. But uh, you want me to like go get the beard clippings from the upstairs bathroom and like glue no, them back I just on? I just need you to to prove just how prove, witty and, and sharp you are. Prove, prove. <laughs> Sorry, beard for say. Yes, uh, you can't see this, listener, but but Josh has no beard, and it's it's weird because we've known Josh for I'm going to say close to a decade now. Close, yeah. And I have only ever known you uh, with facial hair. Yeah, and the fact yeah. that you don't have one, it's weirded me out. Yeah, hey, look. Uh, so these boys haven't uh, ever seen me without some sort of beard. Um, uh, when Christian was born, I started growing a beard because I figured dads have beards. Um, dads do have beards. Right. And I just, I don't know. I felt like shaving yesterday, so I shaved. If it's if it's weird, if it's too weird for everyone, I'll grow, I'll grow it back. <laughs> All right. Well, enough beard talk. Let's uh, turn our attention to the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV, see how it's affecting movies, but... How is it affecting Brian this week? Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! It's affecting Brian because Marvel Studios, very unbeknownst to, to pretty much anybody, just with no fanfare, just dropped the Black Widow official teaser trailer. Uh, and I use teaser on this one pretty loosely because this one feels more like full trailer than than teaser trailer. I'm really just done to trying to define what a teaser trailer is anymore. It's, the lines are blurred, it. yeah, because this is over two minutes long. But the the first minute of it, right, is like footage that we've seen, but then the last half is footage that we haven't seen. And Yeah, well, I, I think they're just establishing for you when this takes place. So it, it's between Civil War and Infinity and War. And Brian, I think you had a theory or, or a thought about the, the drop of this trailer being a little bit uh, suspicious. I did not have a theory. Don't put that shit in my head. You're gonna get me you're gonna get me in trouble. I had a general musing. Okay, yes. All right, general musing. I thought it was funny. Okay. And maybe someone else will enjoy in my chuckleness. <clears throat> chuckleness? That's not that's not a term. Chuck I can't think of it. More chuckles. I found it amusing that this trailer dropped on Tuesday, if I'm correct, correct? I believe so. Right. So I found it amusing that literally the day before on Monday, Sony didn't Sony dropped their teaser to their teaser of their trailer to Bond. And was all like, ooh, we're dropping our Bond trailer on Wednesday. And then Disney is like, hey, you know what we should drop? Our spy movie. Here's a trailer for our spy movie the day before the Bond trailer comes out. There you go. There's an interview I found with Scarlett Johansson where she was like, I didn't even know it was coming. I woke up in the morning and I had text messages of, oh, the trailer looks nice. And she's like, what What trailer? What, what, what's happening now? She's like, wait, I'm in a movie? <laughs> 
I'm in so many I, movies right now. I think they just have all of this footage just ready to go, and they're just waiting for like whatever competition that they have to be like, oh, we're gonna drop this, and they're like, oh, okay, okay, let's drop, let's drop that trailer now. You the can't. Bon, the Bond the trailer was better. The Bond trailer was better. It was not. It was. I no, enjoyed was this not. the 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 Black Widow trailer because I like to see uh Florence Pugh. It's Florence, yes, yes, yes. Florence Pugh. Sorry for last week. Uh, it was nice to see Sheriff Dumpster Fire uh, as a as a fat Russian guy. That was that was kind of cool, and uh, you know it it also looks like a good movie. Like I'm really into this. Yeah, Florence Pugh actually can do a Russian accent. Apparently, yes. What can't she do? She's she's becoming I one of my favorite know. actresses now. Yeah, she she really is. I'm, I'm, and I'm looking forward to the the twelve Avengers movies that she signed on for. Uh, yay! I, that's not official. I'm just assuming. Well, let's let's make that official. Aaron Paul's Ghost Rider and Florence Pugh's in 12 Marvel movies. She's just going to take over for for Scarlett I, Johansson? I would not be surprised yeah, if they do not? that. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. I, it look, it's all right. It looks what, okay. What about it's not... Like, we're on, like, nines and tens. Why Why are you at, like, a, a solid five? I'm in, like, a, I'm in like a six. Um... I just that's just how I feel about it. I don't know, like I, I don't know that I can give you a, a thing. I, I wasn't crazy about the Red Guardian thing. Uh, like Rachel Vice, really? Okay, I guess. Um, there had to be a better, a better choice there. But, she's going to be in ten minutes. I mean, it doesn't okay. Matter. Are we sure she's about probably, that? She's probably at that at that scene at the dinner table and at one scene at the end. Seems like too big a name to be in ten minutes, but I'm I'm not so sure she's as big a name as you think she is anymore. No, anymore. No, I get what you're saying, but I just you know, meh. All right, I'm just no. But Josh, this is a movie about your found family, not your real family. How are you not bought into the family aesthetic of this movie? I get it. You should be drinking Russian Coronas, which I assume is just vodka. I, I mean, that's just just vodka. I get it. I'm gonna ha- obviously I'm gonna see the movie, but I'm gonna have to see it to be like to be really bought in. Okay. The more the more I watch um, the movies of like the ancillary characters, um, the more they pale in comparison to the ensemble movies. So I can see that. All right. Well, I'm excited to see Taskmaster. Yeah. What did you think about his design, Brian? Because the internet was fine with it. Okay. Because the internet was not happy with it, and I'm telling them the internet's not happy with anything. The internet (laughs) needs to get over itself. God damn right. And we are on the internet, and I know that. That sounds right. I'll, I'll stick to it. Yeah. All right, cool. Yay. All right, so then since we're talking about the you know traditional mainstream uh, comic book stuff, let's just turn for a second for the, the quote-unquote anti-comic book stuff. Let's talk about the season two trailer for The Boys on Amazon Prime. Did you watch it? I did yeah. watch it. Did you watch it before they pulled it? Yes. I put a new link in the show notes. Okay, I was going to say, they legit pulled it really quickly. I watched it and then like... A day later, it was gone. I was watching it today, and I put it in the show notes, and then Josh was like, oh, they pulled your trailer. I was like, son of a bitch. I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know either. I'm excited. This looks awesome. Uh, first off, a ton of gore. I mean, if, if you don't get how violent, not violent, but bloody. It's brutal. This show is brutal, for sure. Yeah, they don't hold back on the, the, the guts and, no. and, and, and all that. Uh, it looks really good. Now, listen, it was, uh, again, blurred lines of trailer teaser thing. This, to me, seemed more like a teaser. I Literally, there was no dialogue, like not one word of dialogue, uh, but it's kind of setting up the fact that something is about to go down. Someone's about to snap. I think it's Homelander. 
and if you if you have no idea what we're talking about, please go watch The Boys. It's very good. I promise you, if you like this show, you will like The Boys. Um, was there anything that that stood out? Anything that jumped out at you? That you know, in that quick montage of of events that kind of piqued your interest? The new uh, whoever the new super is that can like move people across rooms. You know what I mean? Seems like some sort of push play, right? That wasn't the the girl from the first season that had the. No, it was not. Oh, okay. No, I thought it was like a dude wearing a hat, right? Oh yes, 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 yes. yes. I'm sorry. Like sorry. it reminded me of Chris Evans and Push. And Push, right? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because it's not on any streaming service, and every time I want to watch it, I'm reminded that I don't want to spend fifteen dollars for it. Brian, uh, any any images that really kind of stood out to to you uh, in in this trailer? Um, no, no particular vision. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm I'm surprised we already have a trailer. It's it's fast. When did the first season drop? Uh, last year. It says coming 2020. I know they have a little bit of a of a delay, uh, just because of some shooting logistics. But to to me, I, I I'm surprised you guys weren't uh a little bit. I have questions about the fact that Homelander is covered in blood coming down from a crowd. Something tells me that he. Freaking snaps in this movie and probably just unleashes a boss. No, 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 no. I don't think he was coming down from a crowd. I'm thinking that he is, uh, I think he's still on the front lawn that we left him in at the end of season one. Josh, did you finish it? What? The boys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he's still on the front lawn of the, of the, the house of the hell is the, his, his, his significant other, right? The, the woman that he had the baby with, right? I don't remember her name. Well, it wasn't his significant other. It was Carl Urban's uh, well, wife. Okay, touche. Yes. Because he had just burned Elizabeth Shue's face off. Wasn't he yes. covered in blood at that point? Well, I guess he was. Okay. I think, I think it's just picking up right All where right, we left off. Right where we left off. All right. Well, then I'm reading too far into something. Also, point of order, uh, you never have to ask Josh, hey, did you finish it? We have to ask you, hey, did you even start it? I th- No, no, no. No, no, no. That's not true. Because I know he was watching it with Laura, and I don't know what her timetable looks like. She's yeah. She hasn't finished. See, I I didn't know if he was waiting on her. I I had I was like, it's enough already. I gotta I gotta motor through this. See, I win now. Brian, going on to your watch list. I know, sir, that you have uh, crossed a lot of the CW shows uh, off of your I'm list. Almost, and, I'm almost are very close to being current. I'm almost there. Uh, well, I'm good. trying to get caught up before Crisis because Crisis within Earth is coming out Sunday, Sunday. So hey, listener, you probably Actually, already started already watching here. it. Uh. A lot of trailers, a lot of things coming out for it. Um, Josh, you put in this link here from Reddit uh, for some of the, the the basically an info dump for all six shows. There's so much to do and so much to, to watch for these events. Uh, is there like a good guide as to maybe how to get started if you don't watch one show, but you're interested in the whole event? You got to ask Brian. I, I'm I'm interested in it because I'm not caught up on any of this. Um, I have not watched any of the current season of any shows to be honest with you the only thing i can tell you that you probably had to watch was last year's crossover the three episodes between um supergirl arrow and flash yes and then after that i really only think that um honestly the flash and arrow are integral to understanding what's happening everything else is pretty ancillary not ancillary, like it adds more, but you don't need to see it to know what's happening. Right. Last year, I know I wasn't current on Supergirl or Arrow. I just watched their episodes that were in the crossover. And they do a pretty good job of explaining, you know, what is going on. Because I'll be honest, I haven't watched uh, more than 20 minutes of Black Lightning 
Uh, and he's going to be in this crossover. So I'm yeah. assuming I don't need to have watched Black Lightning to watch this crossover. I, I watched the first season. I wasn't exactly thrilled with it. And they're on season three now. So I have not watched the second season at all. Um, So I'm hoping I don't have to watch any of that. But I will, by the time I watch Crisis, be caught up on Supergirl, Batwoman, Arrow, Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. I'm already caught up on Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and almost Arrow and Batwoman. I'm almost there. There's uh, obviously uh, there were a lot of secret cameos and a lot of storyline that is left as yet to to be revealed, even when you're listening to this. Uh, So uh, definitely stay tuned and kind of see what is going on. I am. You realize this is going to be like a four hour movie, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm excited. But I can watch it all in in bite sized pieces. Five episode event. I thought of a. Oh, yeah, it was five episodes. Yes. A five episode event. Across six shows. Four hour movie. It's legitimately all week. It's going to be fun. Never been done before. What is the my knowledge? What is the thing that you are uh, most excited for? Because I am most excited for Kevin Conroy. I'm excited for Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman. Joshua, knowing again that you're not, you know, uh, up to date on all the Arrowverse stuff, what are you excited for for this crossover? I'm I'm not. I mean, they always do a good job, but I I have no. I don't even know what's like. I'm excited to see more Flash, but like I'm not I'm not gonna watch this anytime soon. Okay. I figured your strategy would be something similar to mine, which is to wait till the seasons are over. Everything then goes to Netflix. Yeah. Watch probably the flash and then just, you know, catch the other episodes of the other shows. It it likely will be that I I need to get caught up on arrow either way. And probably will watch rewatch the last few episodes of the last season of flash. Our final bit of Cape talk. I just saw and it was just so lighthearted and it made me smile that I figured I would go ahead and, and share with you guys. ABC has announced a prime time special to honor Stan Lee's 80 year career. It's going to be with a slew of guest appearances uh, from the likes of Marvel celebrities like Tom Hiddleston, Paul Bentley, uh, Clark Gregg, but also some other personalities that are important like Mark Hamill, Kevin Feige, Bob Iger and Jimmy Kimmel, because, you know, ABC, like, you know, he's got he's got to work. I actually think Jimmy Kimmel's a pretty huge comic book fan. Oh, is he really? I think so. Oh, all right. Well, that's nice. Uh, but it's basically highlighting the life and career of Stan Lee. Uh, it's going to be called Celebrating Stan Lee. That's pretty. That's title. original. Uh, it's going to air on ABC on December 20th. 20, who was 20- in charge of that title? I don't Same know. guy who named shit on Dora the Explorer. <laughs> uh, so celebrating Marvel's Stan Lee. My apologies. Uh, still not any better. We'll air on ABC on December 20th. As opposed to what other Stan Lee? I, I don't know. Stan, maybe maybe they're, they're doing that so you don't think it's Stanley and not Stan Lee. Okay. So not like Stanley from The Office. Right. Which would not be ABC. That would be NBC. And that's no, it would, you, you yeah, can't correct. cross the streams that way. I mean, you technically could if you wanted to. Really? But this was nice. I, 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 was, I was happy to, to see this. There have been a lot of great touching tributes, but nothing I could really think so of. So great. I get an 80 minute special of just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. That's that's what I'm gonna have. It's like to, anytime I watch a Marvel endure. movie right now, and I'm like, oh, the cameo's coming up. Oh man, he's reading my rats. freaking wife on the couch, looking at me, just smiling, thinking I, I'm funny because I'm bawling over the life of this See, man. My wife has the opposite reaction. Well, she looked at me, and goes, "He's dead." I'm like, wow. All right, thanks, jerk. Okay, well, now that we're done talking about the world of comics, let's turn our attention to movies and TV in a segment that I call Screen to Stream. And I call it that way because no one else likes it the way I call it. So that's happening. 
We have addressed it a little bit. Uh, just talked about it in fleeting part. No time to die. What a dumb fucking name. The new James Bond movie got That's its not a dumb drop. name. That is a he has stupid... no time. Dying takes too long. Guys, I am so busy. I have a carpool to go to. Right, I'm in charge of the lunch for for soccer snacks. I just I, please, I I can't, I can't. I'm too busy to die. Uh, but we got our first look at Robbie. He needs Bach. to fit it in his schedule. He can't do it at Tuesday at four, but he is the free on the seventh at seven. <laughs> Brian, to die schedule because we're British. Mm, yes, schedule. schedule. Uh, anyway, uh, nothing's really known about the plot. Uh, okay, obviously some time passes between these two. Josh, are you not on board for this trailer? On board for this trailer? I forgot. Oh yeah, I thought it's amazing. Oh okay, so on board for this one, not for Black Widow. Yeah. Rami Malek as a uh, as a Bond villain. That's oh. the only thing that's even semi exciting. But dude, I was also excited for Christoph Waltz as Blofeld, and Spectre was such a huge disappointment. Well, he's coming back in this movie, maybe. To I know again, but dude, it's Family of the Opera with spies. They even have the freaking mask. Rami Malek is the Phantom. Just saying, I'm not. I don't know. Wow, you're being a poopy pants about that. Wow. I'm not being a poopy pants. I'm just saying. Out of the four Daniel Craig movies we've gotten, uh-huh. we had one really good one, one terrible one, one really good one, and one terrible one. So hopefully, we're due for a good one. You don't like Quantum of Solace at all? I can't stand Quantum of Solace. It's actually one of my least favorite Bond movies out of all the oh, Bond Oh no, movies. I just opened Pandora's box on Bonds again. Damn it. Mm. I, didn't, I forgot Quantum about Quantum of Solace this. is trash, dude. It is it is a boat chase followed by a plane chase followed by a foot chase followed by a car chase followed by oh I'm stealing water building blows up roll credits. It's Bond whining about uh Ava Green's character for two and a half hours. Like it's it's just not good. All right. Well we met and a new double O in, in this trailer, which was which is nice. So maybe we're passing the, the mantle, so we're you know gonna move on from James and maybe move on from, from Daniel Craig's or character. Or she could just be a different double O. Yes, There's but more than I'm, just one one number. Correct. But what I'm saying is, this is Daniel Craig's last Bond movie, so maybe we are correct going to pass it off to another person, and and we can we can just live without 007. Maybe, or maybe they'll just make her 007. Right, which is fine. Or maybe she's been 007 this entire time. Yeah, he retired Ooh. at the end of Spectre. Yes, he did. And then I think so. he got married to this girl. His his doctor. What was it? Dr. Swan? Was that her name? You're asking me to remember Spectre, and I haven't watched it I think in it's like Swan. a year. I think it's Madeline Swan. Like I, like, Madeline like I own Swan. it, I was but right. I don't remember it. Uh, it looks like that they're, I don't know, they're weird. They have some weird relationship thing going on there. I don't understand. But what I do like about this, uh, it, it seems to not necessarily focus on the main, main shoot-em-ups and more about the people, but there is lots of main, main shoot-em-ups. That's a very insightful review, CJ. Okay. I enjoy a good Bang Bang shoot 'em up on Bond, but please make it about good characters. And Robbie Malik looks awesome, so come on, I'm down for this. Robbie Malik is awesome in everything. Yeah, Robbie Malik can be awesome in Gods of Egypt. One of the worst was edited he, movies of all time. Was he good in Gods of Egypt? Did you see Gods of Egypt, Brian? I have not yet, but I, I kind of want to just for fun. Yet? No. No. You, I I I have means of watching it. Do and, you own Gods of Egypt? I don't, but I knew someone who did, and I took their digital code. So I do have it in my digital library. I just didn't spend money on it. That means you own it, just so you're aware of that. But I didn't spend money on it. I didn't ask if you spent money on it. I don't spend money on some things, and I still own them. Okay, well, then I own it. 
I just have never seen it. Chadwick Boseman's in it too. Is he really? Yeah. As who? I don't remember. Wait, in Gods of Egypt or No Time to Die? In Gods of Egypt. Oh, okay. That's okay with me. Everybody has to start out somewhere. Okay. So, some uh, new Disney Plus news. I'm going to read this headline because it's it's pretty awesome. It says, Disney Plus's new game show sounds like Legends of the Hidden Temple mixed with Star Wars. Disney Plus has ordered and announced Star Wars Jedi Temple Challenge, a game show that will allow contestants to compete in hopes of achieving the ranks of a Jedi Knight. Will. Question. Yes, please. Because this sounds awesome. Yes. Will they have to assemble a shrine of a silver baby Yoda? Uh, I will hope so. That, and that if nobody not, can seem to get right, even we, though it's only three pieces. Now, you know why no one could get that right, right? Because the kids are stupid. Well, no, because they kept them the entire. They're, they're there for like 12 hours with no breaks doing physical activities. And oh, I'm well aware. Tired. I know how they film those shows. I get it. Okay. It's well, going to be hosted by Jar Jar Binks. The, seriously not the yeah. not jar jar but the the actor who played jar jar yes. right yeah no it should be hosted by the no, jar jar means i need to find a clue like that would be fantastic no. i mean he's gonna find a way to use jar jar voice totally could redeem the character yes what's his, what, what's his name uh, ahmed best Give is me. that it yeah best yeah ahmed best i know he's had some some rough life but uh yeah because of jar jar does we have a time for this oh so it's gonna launch in 2020 so yeah, i mean let's just go do it uh, this is the first unscripted Star Wars series to hit Disney, but this is the first unscripted Star Wars thing ever. No, take that back. Holiday special probably wasn't written down. I'm sure they just improv that. No, show. it definitely was. Really? There was a writer for that thing? Yeah, there was. I've seen it. So, Brian, uh, jokes aside with this Baby Yoda thing, I mean, wh- what does this show need to to be for you to actually sit down and watch it? I'm asking you that question specifically because you're you. So what would it take for you to actually be like, I'm totally going to watch this. I can't wait till I'm caught up on everything and you can't say shit anymore. I will be dead by then. And no. and solely because the earth will have exploded. A, as long as it's exactly what you just said. Legends of the Hidden Temple meets Star Wars hosted by Jar Jar Binks. I mean, I don't even care if they do the exact Legends of the Hidden Temple games. They just put a... I don't even care if the freaking like shrine that gives you the clues is just a talking Darth Vader head. I don't care. Oh my gosh, can it be a talking Darth Vader head? That'd be awesome. There's a, a, a there's a humanoid droid companion that will be part of this. Oh, okay, all right. I will I will allow the droids as well. So apparently, the game show is going to test the contestants in the core tenets of Jediism, which is strength, knowledge, and bravery through intense obstacles. I hope it's like guts. Yeah, they're they're gonna have to climb the rock wall as quickly as possible and get the <laughs> and get the the first half of the the key. They have to run up the down escalator, <laughs> and instead of having uh you know weird uh, shadow monks jump out of the 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 cave, it's it's uh stormtroopers. Yeah, I'm Most okay likely. with just literally skinning. You're right, just skin yeah, legends. There's of the just Hidden skin Temple. legends of the Hidden Temple, please. <laughs> with Star Wars, I'd be down for. They that. should have to. They should have to participate in a reenactment of the Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Darth Maul fight scene. <laughs> in real life, someone ends up in half. To, like That should be like the boss fight. Right. That so, should be the, the end. Someone should end cut in half, though. I mean, one poor child <laughs> is going to, to go home right. with no legs. One child cut in half. Now you have two. I can see as midichlorians. Uh, why'd you have to go there? Why, why'd, you, why'd you bring <laughs> why'd that you up? Do that? We don't talk about that. Uh, the Mandalorian 
talked about that. Wait, wait, is that the new chapter? Don't spoil. No, no. When they they were extracting the midichlorians from the baby Yoda, like that was the Did whole they reason. Say midichlorians. Oh, they said they it. They, they said like force material or whatever. Oh, they, said. they didn't say it. They didn't they, say oh, it. Oh, come on. You knew exactly they what they were say doing. They didn't say midichlorians. You knew exactly what they were nah, referring nah, nah. to. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You knew it. You knew it. Pixar didn't happen. Uh-uh. They talked about it. And I went, oh, there's going to be a lot of people unhappy about this. No, no one said boo. Yeah, no one's actually said anything about that. Uh-huh. Because they didn't say the word. Yeah, that's all that matters. Uh-huh. Believe me, I can say a lot of things. As long as I don't say words, I'm good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Same shit. It's all the same shit. All right, this next bit, this is a larger a larger story. Um, Tim Miller is maybe a name you, you may not instantly know, but he was the director of Deadpool, uh, and he just recently directed Terminator Dark Fate. Which I really enjoyed, by the way. Did you? Yeah. You, you and James Cameron, I think, are the only people who enjoyed that movie. That's not true. It's actually getting decent reviews, just... The money wasn't there. The people didn't go see it. Surprise. We've all been burned by Terminator too much. So I, like, I think I think that's the thing. That's exactly that what this someone's is. Someone's been burned by Terminator in the past six years. Well, speaking of being burned by, by Terminator, Tim Miller is apparently just burning all goddamn bridges in the world right now. Uh, he is, first off, complaining about losing creative control for Terminator Dark Fate to James Cameron, to which I say, Hadoy, James Cameron is coming back to Terminator and you didn't expect to lose creative control to him? Like, I don't know what you he were expecting. It. Yeah, he wrote it. Right. Like, he made this thing. He, they brought him back. He's been trying to get this to, like, okay, fine. But well, then he got he, the rights back between, what, Salvation and Genesis? Yes. How did you not think he was going to be hands-on? They they just want what they did with, with Solo. They just want a director to point the camera and shoot. He so was hands-on and balls deep. I mean, uh, yep. So, James Cameron. Right. So Tim Miller is like, listen, I'm not too busy with avatars two, three, four, and five to take over this thing. <laughs> right. Two, three, four, and five, Brian. I'm sorry, what? Uh, I just looked at James Cameron's uh, filmography mm-hmm. on IMDb and I see avatars two, three, four, and five. That's really exciting. I'm looking forward to the continuing adventures of Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to derail the uh, not James Cameron topic, but I, I just I looked and I was like, oh, that's a surprise. So, I mean, he's talking about, oh, I suggested that we did this. I suggested we did that. And I was shot down by by James Cameron. And I was basically just a hired hand for the, the movie. We're like, well, yes, again, I, I don't know why you're confused. So after he made that statement, he then turned around and said, hey, do you guys realize I wasn't in Deadpool 2 like I didn't direct Deadpool 2? Let me burn another bridge for you real quick and let me complain about Ryan Reynolds. Uh, He said it became very clear that Ryan wanted to be in control of the franchise. And you can work that way as a director quite successfully. But I can't. I don't mind having a debate. But if I can't win, I don't want to play. And I don't think you can negotiate every creative decision. There's too many to make. So Ryan's the face of the franchise, and he was the most important component of that. So he decides what to control, then he's going to control it. He really just wants to, like, Not spend work the rest again? of his career on Love, Death, and Robots, right? Like, he? Like, him and Mick G are sitting in a, in a basement going, you know, we used to do cool stuff, but I guess we don't anymore. Just, what? What? Why? What did you expect? Ryan, you work in Hollywood. You have a great insight to this. Why Why is this happening? I do not work in Hollywood yet. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I was under the assumption that you, uh, you were Do you have on. a time machine? That, can you tell me something that I don't know? No, but you wrote that, that show for DC, right? You're working on your on your draft of it to submit it's, it to. We're, we're, we're currently editing and revising the, first, the second draft, yeah. Okay. 
Gotcha. Um, when I say we, I mean me and the many shows on my list that I have to watch. Um, I, I can't tell you what's happening. People are stupid. Tim Miller, you're, you're being stupid. What's you doing? Go ahead. And, first off, Ryan Reynolds seems like a nice guy. Right. Yep. Why burn that bridge? Seriously. And then secondly, f- go ahead. I'm just saying, I mean, Tim Miller has directed two actual movies with the, that were not, he's done, he's primarily video games. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're right. Wasn't you got to, you got to direct for your first two movies, Deadpool and a freaking Terminator. Nice. And you're, you're just going to go ahead and burn some two of the biggest things over in which you cannot have any creative control. Right. right. You it's can't not even like hope for creative control. Yeah. And, and then it, you're going to go ahead and burn some of the biggest names in Hollywood and you're guaranteeing nobody's going to work with you again. Like Ryan Reynolds almost single-handedly made Deadpool happen and it was such a success. They're like, oh, do another one. Right. And the the guy like promoted the, promoted the, the franchise basically on his own. And if you take Ryan Reynolds out of Deadpool, there is no Deadpool. Right. Mm-hmm. So of course you, you want him to be happy, satisfied, working, and not, you know not just that happy. He's got like it. you, you, you get the feeling just like with all the work he did promoting the movie that this isn't about Ryan Reynolds like being an actor in this franchise. Like he really has skin in the game. Yeah, you would think he would know and want what was best for that movie and character. Yeah, he didn't. Right. He didn't just show up yeah. and do his lines. Like the guy was promoting this movie like crazy. He did all right. those weird stunts. Like he's right. He's he's been doing Wade Wilson for years. Like championing this along. Like, I, like I don't get it. Like this is so weird to me. Like because they replaced Todd uh, Tim Miller with uh, the director of John Wick for the second David Deadpool Lynch. movie. And thank you. And uh, mm-hmm. they're. they're Second movie was great. Everything went off like flawlessly. I didn't notice a big no shift in tone or directorial nope. anything. Like it just looked like a, the the normal stuff. So uh, I mean, don't look a gift horse in the mouth on this man, and and stop burning the bridges. And I would also like to take this moment to say we appreciate you, listeners, for you know listening. And and also this uh, Tim Miller says he doesn't he doesn't want to you know. If argue if he can't win, but it doesn't seem like Ryan Reynolds is the kind of guy that won't like get into an intelligent debate about something if it <laughs> right. makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm. While we're on this topic, for the record, I want everyone to know that uh, I have suggestions about this show, and I'm continually shot down by <laughs> CJ, and uh, I have no creative control over this. I am just a talking head. I'm sorry. What was that? Well, listen, since we're talking about Ryan Reynolds, why don't we round it out with a happy story? And it's about uh, my favorite topic in the world, where I go around the internet, I find the weird, I find the obscure, and I ask these two beardless gentlemen for their tech perspective. Holy shit, Josh, you don't have a beard. No beard. Ryan Reynolds now owns a cell phone carrier. What? Ryan Reynolds now owns... A cell phone carrier company. Like he owns a cell uh, a cell phone. Like yeah, yeah Mint. He, Mint. Ryan Mormon. Reynolds bought the ownership stake, like the ownership stake in Mint, uh, you know, which is a MVNO, you, which basically means they, they use the, the T Mobile network. Somebody else's use their, their, their Yeah, own I was about to say if you could like translate. For it those it just of us, it, sure. it's like it's like it's like Virgin Mobile or or gotcha. Boost. Gotcha. So yeah. But why? 
To borrow a line from Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> to borrow a line from the man himself. Yes, yes. Because he figured if he had a mobile network, uh, it would be easier for him to promote his gin company. Probably. I was watching him. He was in a a, a Samsung TV commercial. And he's talking about like, oh, go buy this TV. And uh, they're showing off the, the TV behind him. And then suddenly an aviation gin commercial comes on. He goes, oh, how did that get here? <laughs> Samsung's going to be pissed. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. More of this, please. Uh, I, I I don't know what to make of this. There, I mean, there's literally been no like, hey, this is what I'm going to do with it. It, I, it. I mean, why not? I'm just confused. I don't understand. Am I missing something? Or should we all be buying a, a cell phone company now? Is, is that what I'm missing? I or guess we you, all have the option to buy a cell phone yeah, company. Yeah, if you, if I had the money, I'd buy a cell phone I was about company. To say, that's CJ, that's you, not something that's going out of style. Okay, well, cell phones. To, to to carry on with that, all right. Uh, a couple months ago, we talked about uh, Pablo Escobar's brother who was making a flamethrower. Uh, from what does that have to do with cell phones? Well, I'm glad you asked, Brian, because Pablo Escobar's brother is taking a crack at making an unbreakable folding phone. And I, I need you to do me a favor. Uh, no, uh, if you're at work, listener, please. I'm, I'm I'm telling you, please do not watch the video in your show notes. But I need you to watch the promo video for this phone. Is it a bunch of ladies in like their bathing suits on a phone now? That's what the flamethrower was. Uh, it's even worse. <laughs> now you're going to make me do this. Hang on. Bob Lasko's brother made a folding smartphone. He says it's unbreakable. Okay, playing. If I get a virus, I'm going to be so mad. One terrible phone commercial later. It's exactly what I thought it was. Because you know what sells cell phones? Girls in underwear. I mean, it sells cheeseburgers every once in a while from Hardee's. Josh? I mean, it's an Android phone. <laughs> well, yes. It's a freaking book. Did you see how thick yeah, it it's is? it's huge. It's huge. So for, here's the other part, too. Pablo Escobar put out a, uh, a statement because the last time he did this with the flamethrower, he decided to sue Elon Musk for $500 million uh, or $100, uh, what was it, $100 million in Tesla stock. So fine. So now, of course, being an Android phone, Joshua, as you brought up, uh, and the fact that it's the size of a book, Brian, uh, of course, you're going to set your sights on Apple. Uh, he said, quote, I have told many people that I will defeat Apple and I will. They are cheating the people and selling worthless phones to consumers way overpriced. This phone at $350 is practically indestructible. And the only thing that can kill it is fire. Oh, ironically, you should get my flamethrower as well. <laughs> now, here's the other part. This phone is retailing for $350. Right. It, it is the size of a small book. But if you also check the show notes right underneath this, you'll see a link to uh, Android Authority showing off the Royal. I'm sorry. Royale FlexPi, which is the quote unquote first foldable phone. This was the one that came out at CES before the Samsung Galaxy Fold before anybody else. Right. They beat them to the market. But if I'm looking at this, this looks really, really, really familiar. Like really like it's they They bought a bunch of these phones. And they're selling them as the Pablo Escobar phone. Just like they didn't make the flamethrower. They bought an airsoft gun and put a propane tank on it and sold it as a flamethrower. That's the same phone. That's the exact same phone, right? Yeah, that's that's the same phone. That's how you defeat Apple, guys. I, I too, can resell products. You just buy something off the rack and resell it. Right, and reskin it. Uh, so, again, Pablo Escobar's brother, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, like just... Sell what people want you to sell. Why do you keep getting these Pablo Escobar stories? Are you like following him for something? I, I, I cannot confirm nor deny 
the the Pablo Escobar brother story that, that's going on right now. This was all over the tech world, man. This this is weird. This is weird. This is obscure. Yeah, we just don't run in the same tech sol- tech circles. We just don't <laughs> do that. Well, it all started with scantily clad ladies in their underwear, and it ended up with me going. Yeah, I feel I, like you were looking for no, that no, no, and found no, no, a phone no. instead. It's, it's, this is the thing. It started off with Pablo Escobar. What is he doing? Pablo Escobar's brother. What is he doing right now? Wow, those ladies sure are kind of naked. Wait a minute. I think I've seen that phone before. Wait a minute. That's the phone that we saw at CES. Scallywag. Oh, you little scamp. Oh, you little. Well, I mean, I can't call Pablo Escobar's brother anything harder than Scallywag. I mean, I kind of want to be here for next week. Uh huh. Joshua, I mean, you're in the, you're in this world with me. I'm not alone. This is a crazy story. There's no way this is going to be anything, right? N- no, it's not a thing. Not not happening. Brian Thornton. Yeah. You put this story in the show notes here, and I thought it was a uh, pretty interesting. Did Toys? you did you even read it, or did you just put I, it in the show notes? I did. I I read it, but you know. uh huh. Okay. Sure. Tell me more, CJ. Well, can we intro this, and you can you know talk? No, I'm not taking this topic. You're this is your it. topic. It's not my anything. You, you asked this? for topics. No, 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 no. I gave you topics. See, now I don't believe you read the story. I read it. I've read the story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ryan, you threw this into the show notes, and uh, I, I, I'm i intrigued. Please tell me more. Toys R Us is open for business again, but there's a bizarre catch. What's going on? I'm standing out here in front of the Garden State <laughs> Plaza. That's what I feel like right now. Oh, that's, a, that's a great way to stay in shape. Toys R Us is opening up stores, but they're not stores. They're they're showrooms. They're experience rooms. They have limited stock. You get to go in there. You play. Uh, you play with all the things. You you do you do the stuff. Your kids run around and get their snotty, drooly hands all over it. Yes. And then when you say, "I want my kid to have their own to snot and drool all over," you say, "May I buy this, please?" And they say, "Oh no, no, we don't have those here." You have to order at the online kiosk. And you go, okay, that's coming from ToysRUs.com, right? And they go, yeah, but no, it's coming from Target.com. And you're like, okay, so is Toys R Us really open? And they're like, <laughs> eh, maybe, I don't know. So that's what's going on. Yeah, that's uh, weird. It's weird. That's is weird. Toys R Us even back? Uh, so, so the... I think the thing that you can't get anywhere else is the Toys R Us experience. So in in that respect, yes, it's open. Uh, one in Jersey, and they're going to open another one in Houston. Um, I think that's product, open by now, right? By the by the time we listen to this, it should yeah, be open. maybe December. 7th. Yeah, December. Yeah, yeah, December seventh. Yeah. So great. Kids get the Toys R Us experience. Fine. Product comes from Target. Who cares? I mean, if it's like a Halloween adventure type of thing where it's open for a few months out of the year, great. You think it's just going to be like a pop-up store? Well, yeah. I mean, they're in malls. So. <laughs> malls are open? Yeah. Wait, there's malls? It's That's 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 the thing. I mean, it's it's probably a limited lease type of deal. So this is like Halloween spirit. It, it's only, they, they buy the abandoned building for like three, you know, three they months. Rent, yeah, they rent, they, yeah. They lease, yeah. And then it's something else, you know, it's, it's a seasonal thing. I, I don't really, like... <sighs> If they're not if they're not going to own their own stock, then it's, you know. But that's that's the other part of this, though. If I took my kids somewhere, they played with a toy, right? It's close to Christmas time, but maybe it's not the Christmas gift. But they want something now. I can't buy it. Did you go into any of the? Probably not, because there weren't any near here. Um, 
The newest concept Toys R Us before they closed uh, was incredibly immersive in experience. So it had different vignettes. And I mean, imagine for like adults, the, the biggest, the closest thing in retail you could think of would, would probably be like a, a Best Buy that had both a, a Magnolia Design Center and a pack with all the fancy stuff in the middle of the store and right. immersive type experience. The newer Toys R Us were like that. And 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 Babies R Us had a concept as well that was very immersive. Both were awesome concepts, but required you get to try out the diapers or, or how's that work? <laughs> no, I mean it, they they had different different like bedrooms, kids' rooms, mothers' rooms. There was and 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 they did a whole lot more with education for new parents as well. So like it was it was a very different experience. But the the Toys R Us, the newer Toys R Us models were like this, where there was almost like a a path you could follow through the store that that integrated uh, an app use, like a scavenger hunt, augmented reality, all that kind of stuff that was very cool and hands-on for the kids. Um, but a lot of the hot, hottest products that they were demoing were was kind of subsidized by the vendors themselves and stock was limited. So you would have not Toys R Us employees. You would have, you know, vendor-provided third-party labor that was there. Wow. At, at the highest traffic times to to create this experience and walk parents and kids through the demos of these products. And they were sort of located strategically through the store. So you almost had to follow an Ikea-like path through the store. It was a brand new concept and it was very cool. Uh, the closest one though was, you know, from from where we live, CJ, like 90 minutes away in Jersey. Oh, hell no. Um, I, actually, I went there a couple times a month just, you know, for work. But like, the the experience is very cool. The store was always packed. It was incredibly well staffed, and then subsidized third party labor, which you know anybody in retail now is used to that. Um, but not this is not a sustainable platform, not all year round, in my opinion. So yeah, so here's here's my question too. So they're they're obviously looking at purchasing habits. You know the 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 frequency of buying. They're taking this data that they're giving to Target, but they're also taking that to like inform what next year is going to be, see what the hottest toys are. So I'm assuming there's a tight partnership of from Target to get this data. But but why not just why not take over the the toy department in Target and make it a a store within a store and make it Toys R Us? Because it'd be far too disruptive to to Target Target's business. Take away the CD locations. <laughs> yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, I, I, I'm telling you, you, like the just any any remodel in. Oh yeah, I'm thinking t- of all the times that we've been in 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 retail Best Buy, and you know they're putting a, a Samsung store in there, and <laughs> just I mean it's a completely disruptive much. to your business, and and Target's toy business isn't that good to begin with, right? So like this would be a good this this is a good substitute for that and if they're only testing out two locations it's really probably not that damaging and doesn't put a uh, any sort of inventory constraint on their overall toy business i thought this was stupid and josh made it make sense make it stop <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a beard and he's making sense i don't like this don't like it all right well how about this maybe maybe josh can make this make sense remember a few months ago we talked about how bmw is going to be doing an annual subscription for carplay mhm <laughs> Apparently, they may be walking that back. Yeah, they are walking it back. Right, and that was the other part. Ford was doing the same thing. A couple other major car companies were saying, we're going to make you do a subscription for something that we don't help at all with. Uh, and, and they're finally walking that that back. So thank God. It's, it's, that's important. Well, it just doesn't. How do you charge someone a subscription for software that you don't own? Right. Or know that they're even using. 
I was just worried that this would be a trend. That this is again, you're, you're, you know, people are are going to take software that they didn't do. Be like, oh well, give us money for it. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not at this point in my life. I'm not buying a car that do, isn't compatible with CarPlay. Period. Yes. Like, there's no excuse to own a car that doesn't have CarPlay. It's ridiculous. That being said, CJ, I have a PlayStation you can buy, but you need to pay me for the Netflix. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is what we have for the nerdy world. I want to thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. Please share this episode with a friend. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so we can give you episodes every single week. And we will see you on the next episode. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. Hey, I'm sorry. My dog is acting suspicious. Don't be suspicious. What, Don't what are you be doing? suspicious. You know what? He's a little worried. He's got unauthorized cinnamon. Hey, get get out of there. Okay. It's all right. I still love you. Um, Things my wife says to me. Get out of there. It's okay. I still love you. Yeah. I didn't need to know that. <laughs> no one will know, Brian. No one will know. It's recorded for posterity. Uh, posterity. Everyone could know. It's posterity? Cute. And posterity. And also posterity. And prostates. <laughs> and prostrate. And get your prostate checked. It's really important, guys. It is very important. I know we just missed Ben's health month, but it's very important to get your prostate checked.